Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today, we're going to look at a passage from Luke 11. Uh, beginning in verse 5, and this is not one of our lectionary readings, but it's it's almost the same text as the Matthew passage you would find if you were reading in the daily lectionary in the Book of Common Prayer. I chose the Luke text because here the writer makes very specifically the good thing that God wants to give to us is the work and person of the Holy Spirit. So I'll read, then we'll pray, and then we're just going to spend a little bit of time here thinking about the Holy Spirit. Then he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and he goes to him at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. Then the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked. My children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I pray for my friends, and I ask that you would speak to us, God, about how we might be persistent in prayer. And specifically, Lord, I pray that you would speak to us about your desire to give to us the Holy Spirit. And Lord, I pray that as we step further into this Lenten season, this period of wilderness wandering that leads us to the resurrection, to the empty tomb, God, that you would help us to be those who labor with you in prayer and look for the good thing, the good gift, the Holy Spirit, and your work to manifest in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So this text is, I think, a really, really helpful text in helping us shape our imaginations for what it looks like to pull on God or to lean on God for the good thing that he would give to us, namely the person and work of the Holy Spirit. And so the first thing we see in this passage, the story that Jesus tells before he gets into the ask, seek, knock, is a story about um, someone knocking on the door of their neighbor at night, inconveniencing a neighbor. Through their persistence, they receive what they ask for. And what Jesus is trying to say to us, and y'all, you've got to hear this. Um, He's saying God is hospitable so you can be persistent. See, we misunderstand a story like this because hospitality is essentially non-existent in our day and age. We don't feel like we owe one another anything. We don't feel like we belong to one another. If a neighbor were knocking on your door at 2 in the morning, you'd call the cops. But that is not what would have been happening in the ancient world. And I would argue in Palestine today, uh, in many communities, this is not the instinct. The instinct would have been for everyone in that community to know that they belonged to one another, that they were under obligation toward their neighbors. See, we live in such a fragmented and cut off world that we've forgotten that which everyone would have taken for granted listening to Jesus tell this story. 
Jesus is telling us a story that everyone would have felt in their bones. They would have lived this story day in and day out, which is if a neighbor knocks on your door and asks for something, you would be under obligation to give it. And you knew that if you were knocking on their door, they would do the very same thing for you. So y'all, it's really important for us to hear that this is a story about a hospitable God who wants you to knock on his door. And what the Lord is trying to tell us, what Jesus is trying to tell us in this story is that even if the thing we ask for is difficult, your neighbor, God, your neighbor is going to meet you in that request. So what is he doing? He's encouraging you and me to be bold, to be persistent in our asking our knocking, our praying, that we would knock on the door. We would ask God for things knowing that the owner is going to answer because it's his duty. It's his obligation. And I believe that one of the things that Jesus wants you and me to take away from a story like this is he wants us to take away the fact that he wants you and me to be the kinds of people that pray and pray and pray. So are you persistent in praying? See, for too much of my life, my answer to that was no, I, I wasn't. I, um, I, I would pray and then let it go, and I would just sort of live my life as if God were not listening, trying to do my best, feeling discouraged. And I think that Jesus here is trying to change that. If that's your struggle, like it has been mine at various junctures in my own life, I think the Lord wants you and me to be the kinds of people who have boldness. But he doesn't want us just to be bold asking for any old thing. Like it would do you maybe little to no good to just be really boldness asking for something that's reckless or frivolous, like praying for a new car until you get a new car. Um, there are parts of the Christian church that act that way. And the prosperity gospel, that's not what Jesus is getting at here. What kind of things should you be praying persistently? What should you be asking for over and over and over again? See, if God listens to our request, logic would follow that some requests are more compelling than others. Not all requests are equal. Some are better than others. And if we're not careful, we'll miss the power of what Jesus is trying to say. So what is Jesus saying we should be asking him to do with great persistence? He's saying we should be persistent in asking for the gift of the Holy Spirit to come into our lives. And I want to leave you with a couple of thoughts here. If you're meant to wear out God's door jam with a request for the person to work of the Holy Spirit, what Jesus says at the end of this passage is this, it is safe to pursue the Holy Spirit. Y'all, we need the animating life of God to grow in our lives if we're going to live the Christian faith in the midst of the turbulent season that we're in right now. Y'all, we're in the Lenten season and we're all sick of it. We, um, you know, we're like, three days in and we're already tired of it because we've been living Lent for over a year with this pandemic. It's felt like such a challenging, trial-filled time. And Jesus here, I think his words to us about the Holy Spirit are as relevant and meaningful as they ever could be because we need the animating life of God to come into our lives if we're going to be the kinds of people who navigate seasons like this with grace and dignity. The imagery here is so good. Jesus is essentially saying, you wouldn't trick your own kids with something dangerous if they were asking for something good. So how much more will God not give good things to his children? The Matthew text in the Daily Lectionary just said, how much more will God not give good to those who are his children? Here, 
in Luke, the writer articulates what the good thing is. It's the work of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit and the work of the Spirit will abound in your life if you will ask with perseverant persistence. Not once and done, but over and over and over again. Y'all, every day, I say, come Holy Spirit and do your work in my life. Every day I say, Jesus, let the work of the Spirit abound in me. Not once, over and over and over again. And I believe I experience the life of the Spirit because I ask over and over and over again. And I want to challenge you to do the very same thing. Come Holy Spirit should be a breath prayer on your lips every single day. Come Holy Spirit. Sometimes when I'm walking about my day or doing the things I do and I am all all on my own, I catch myself praying, come Holy Spirit, without even thinking about it. It's been so habituated in my mind that that phrase is on my tongue all the time, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. It's one of the oldest prayers of the Christian church, come Holy Spirit. And we're told by Jesus regarding the work of the Spirit to ask and to seek and to knock. Y'all, those are active words. And some of us have adopted a kind of passive approach to the work of God. We've thought, well, if God wants to do things in me, if he wants to give me the gifts of the Spirit, then he knows where to find me. But y'all, that's not consistent with what Jesus says here. He chooses active words, not passive words. And this is where many of us are being invited to grow and stretch because the Lord is saying, would you eagerly desire? That's what Paul says. Would you eagerly desire spiritual gifts? Jesus is saying, would you ask and seek and knock? Would you push and press? Would you earnestly desire the work of the Spirit? And I want to challenge you, regardless of where you come from, regardless of your church background or your experience with the Holy Spirit, I want to challenge you to take Jesus at his words and begin to ask, seek, and knock. To recognize that the good thing God wants to do is to give you the work of the Spirit in greater and greater abundance, that this is safe to ask for. And so, Holy Spirit, we invite you to come into our space right now, wherever it is we are listening to these words of mine, in our cars, in our showers, on a walk, at our desk at work. Wherever we are, we say, come Holy Spirit. In this Lenten season, we say, come Holy Spirit. In this extended Lent, this pandemic time, we say, come Holy Spirit. Into family conflict, we say, come Holy Spirit. Into physical sickness and challenges in our bodies and the bodies of people we love, we say, come Holy Spirit. In our relationships, we say, come Holy Spirit. To our political system and all the challenges that they carry with it, we say, come Holy Spirit. We ask you, Lord, to come and animate our lives and our struggles and the questions we ask with the good and pleasing and perfect gifts of the Spirit. Come, Lord. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would keep us and guard us as we walk through these days. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, Carry it with you into your day as a prayer, coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. 
We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Mm-hmm.